In February of this year, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, CMS, and the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Innovation, CMMI, gave us all a Valentine present by announcing a new payment pilot program that the ambulance industry will eventually greet with much love. Using a staged announcement located at a firehouse near the U.S. Capitol building, CMS leaders unveiled the new ET3 model, emergency triage, treat, and transport. We'll explore where this came from, where we're going, and some facts all about it in today's edition of the QMC Board and Caller. We're glad you're here. Welcome to the QMC Board and Caller, news and thought-provoking discussions for today's emergency medical service provider. The Board and Caller podcast series is brought to you by QuickMed Claims, a national leader in emergency medical transportation revenue cycle management and reimbursement consulting. Now, your host for today's podcast, QMC's Director of Client Services, Gary Harvat. Dubbed a voluntary five-year payment test model that will only be open to a selected group of EMS agencies, CMS pitched the new program as providing flexibility to the ambulance industry when addressing emergency health care needs of Medicare beneficiaries in the field during a 911 call scenario. The ET3 model will give chosen ambulance providers and suppliers three options in the 911 situation. One, transport the patient to a hospital emergency department or other approved destination as covered under the current rules, or two, transport to an alternative destination, such as a primary care, doctor's office, urgent care, or rural health clinic, Three, provide treatment in place using a qualified healthcare practitioner, either by remaining on the scene to treat or taking treatment advice by remote connection using telehealth technology. CMS represents ET3 as allowing, and I quote, the most appropriate emergency services at the right time and place, unquote. CMS believes that local governments and other stakeholders in the national EMS system will gain authority within the 911 universe to promote spin-off models by establishing medical triage protocols for 911 calls that turn out to be low acuity situations. CMS is banking on the fact that there will be a cost savings demonstrated for Medicare over a five-year period when unnecessary transports are reduced slicing the number of visits and dollars paid to reimburse for those visits to hospital emergency departments. Of course, there is hope that hospital ED overcrowding will eventually be eased as well, resulting in improved quality of care when beds are freed up for the most critical of patients. In the February announcement, CMS credited an earlier U.S. Department of Health and Human Services white paper that studied this issue as being the foundation of ET3. That study predicted a savings for Medicare of $560 million per year if transport was reimbursed for patients to be delivered to a doctor's office versus a hospital emergency department. CMMI claims handing off choices for providers will translate into broader access to various care models for the patient. CMS listed three primary areas that they believe ET3 will demonstrate enhancement to the quality of care. One, provide person-centered care. Gone will be the pressure of transporting to but one set of options approved facilities. In theory, 
ambulance crews and 911 systems can create a triage system that will center on the acuity of the patient's condition in the field, and that will dictate the appropriate final results. CMS is proposing to eventually tie payment for services to performance milestones, which will account for quality over quantity. Two, encourage appropriate utilization of services. Healthcare needs can now be met more effectively in a scenario with ambulance involvement. Encourage appropriate utilization of services. Healthcare needs can now be met more effectively in a scenario with ambulance involvement. Systems can think outside the box without the added worry of not being compensated. CMS anticipates that this new funding model will eventually lead to cooperative agreements in the ambulance industry and drive multi-payer adoption of the ET3 model nationwide, not just by Medicare. Three, increase efficiency in the EMS system. 911 responders will potentially be freed to more readily respond to and focus on high acuity cases, such as heart attacks and strokes. CMS is hoping that the efficiency will increase as they monitor and share quality metrics throughout the model's lifespan. Tracking and monitoring will be in place using what CMS dubbed robust enforcement to promote greater patient safety and program integrity. To participate in ET3, 911 ambulance suppliers and providers will be required to enroll to be reimbursed. CMMI has just released a request for applications to solicit Medicare enrolled ambulance suppliers and providers to participate, allowing for up to 40 two-year cooperative agreements to be included in the model in one of three phases for a staggered, ramped-up approach. The initial phase is slated to start no later than January 2020. All phases of the program will end the same time after five years, allowing for only those suppliers and providers selected to participate in the beginning phase to participate for the entire full five-year duration. There is more to come on this. As CMMI rolls out the program, more guidance will be issued bringing clarity to how the details of the program will unfold and be implemented. I will continue to monitor the developments and update you using this podcast space when necessary. And just yesterday, our friends at Paige Wolfberg and Worth made us aware that the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Innovation just announced that the ET3 application portal will open the week of August 5th. They are offering a comprehensive webinar that will cover everything from how ET3 works to the essential items you need to participate. Whether you're applying this summer or just interested in learning more about ET3, I encourage you to take part in their webinar. Agencies selected to participate in the ET program this fall will be among the first eligible for Medicare reimbursement for transports to alternative destinations and treatment on scene. However, you must apply to participate and there are strict requirements. If you're interested in learning more about the PWW webinar, please feel free to contact them at pwwmedia.com. Thanks for joining us today. I hope you found this information helpful and informative. We will continue to update you on ET3 as the need arises. For now, my name is Gary Harvat. I'm the Director of Client Services with QuickMed Claims. I wish each of you a great day and hey, be safe out there.